Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Life Reimagined, Making the Impossible Possible. I am Catherine Lucadu, and I am here with the lovely Chrissy May. Good morning. Good morning. I love the title of this episode. First of all, I think we should go back and, and really say what a great interview we had with Larissa last week. And if you haven't listened to it or watched it, go back and listen, because if you have been thinking about getting into the luxury market as a luxury agent, or if you are starting out and you're thinking that you'd really love to get into that luxury market, I think that was a great interview. And I think it really gave the 360 view of what it means to be a luxury realtor. It's not always wonderful and and fast, but it is busy. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's something that we took out of that is when you're a, a wife and a mother and she is involved in so many charities, mm-hmm. you know, and I love the fact that she kept time for the things that are near and dear to her heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that in talking about our topic today, designing a life you love, I think that maybe that's one of the key things that we have to remember is you've got to keep the things that you love at the forefront or it will get lost in the sea of business or whatever path you end up going down. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, you have to keep what feeds your soul in your life. Otherwise, you're going to burn out. You're going to you're going to just self-destruct. You're not you're going to lose interest. It's really important to focus on those elements. And in losing interest, I think that's the, I think that's a problem a lot of people have when they are trying to design or create this life plan of theirs, I think they put a lot of pressure on themselves rather than kind of going within and saying, you know, what actually brings me joy? What makes me happy? And why am I not doing more of that? I know that over the last two years, that's really sort of what made me pause was kind of looking around and saying, is this really bringing me joy? Is is this what I want to be doing for the next two years, five years. I'm not even going 10 years because God only knows. And that's what got my mind going. And is, am I going down the route that I intend and want to go? And I think it's normal to always have those moments where you're, you know, you're just working, working, working. There's a, there's a time and place for it, right? Because we all need to show up and work hard and have that, that part of our, our life. But if you're losing sight of play and, and moments to expand your creative power. I mean, that's, that's where you're just going to stay stagnant. Like we've discussed before in previous episodes. So one of the first things that I was going to sort of head into this conversation today was just asking a question to, to all of you, the audience who are listening or watching, what if you took full charge and control of your life and designed it the exact way that you wanted it to look, what would that look like? And would it look different than the route or the the journey that you're going down now? I would love to know, Chrissy, what what your life design, you know, does it look different today than it did? I don't know how far we should go back, you know, like how far do we go in, in d- knowing what it was that we wanted and going after that? Or have have you noticed that yours has shifted over the years and, you know, sort of like a train? Mm. kind of going in different directions. What does that look like of yours? 
mine has changed quite significantly. You know, what I wanted just even two years ago is different to what I want today. And it's due to the fact that I'm constantly growing and evolving. Right. And I'm, and I'm literally becoming the best version of myself. And it's not to say that it's a perfect journey because it's not, but that's the whole beauty of it is that I'm getting to learn about myself more. I'm going on dates with myself as we like to put it. And so that definitely is going to shift the trajectory of where I do want to see myself going in the next year or so. And that's just, that's normal. It's going to happen with any sort of growth journey. But what I do ask myself often is, you know, what am I allowing to pull me? I think it's being so aware because, you know, I'm a former people pleaser. No longer am I, am I there anymore. I've gotten very good at not becoming that, but I was very easy to give away my power in the past. Mm-hmm. And so I would allow situations and circumstances to pull me very quickly. And so it would take me off my, my path. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten very good about allowing, getting very aware of what is pulling me? Am I being pulled into the past? Am I getting pulled into mindsets that are not serving me? Fear-based thinking? Mm -hmm. Or am I getting pulled to the present moment and knowing that this is where all the opportunity lies for me? To know that I can create a new reality for myself each and every day. And I can create a more abundant and prosperous future with that mindset. So I'm just ultra self-aware in every moment throughout my day. And to go further on that, I think that some people are planning their lives based on how other people think they should be living their lives. And I think that that's how a lot of people, many of us start out. Well, you know, this is what you should be studying. This is the job that you should have. Or maybe these, you give yourself the shoulds well, I, I should be doing this or I should be at this level by now. Why aren't I? Or I should have done this by now. Why haven't I? And we're so hard on ourselves. I actually put a post on social media today about perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And I used to be, as they say, the consummate perfectionist. I wanted everything to be perfect. And maybe it's something that I developed when I was in Europe and I was by myself and I was trying to be you know, the perfect wife and the perfect mother, because I was all I had living in a a country by myself. And what I've noticed over the years is perfectionism makes you miserable and it, it disappoints you. And you're always disappointed in yourself because you didn't get it quite right, or you didn't lose enough weight Mm -hmm. or, you know, so many different things. And I think that over the years, as I've become less hard on myself and not expecting perfectionism anymore, I'm, I'm okay with good. I'm okay with, I got it done and I still try and do things well, but I don't need them to be perfect because I don't think that I'm going to be able to attain that. So designing my life now, it's not that it looks different. It's more comfortable. It doesn't feel as hard anymore. And we've talked about this before. Like, I no longer feel like I'm swimming upstream. Mm. I feel like I'm now kind of in flow with the stream. And when you're in flow, then the opportunities start to happen. I think when you are constantly creating a life that doesn't belong to you, it is hard and it's difficult and it doesn't really feel good, but you're doing it anyway because it's likely how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree with you more. 
And, and that's really where I've been able to now get into that flow state. And you can still show up in that masculine energy and work hard and do what you need to do, but mm-hmm. you're not in that controlling energy any longer. Yeah. And, and you just know that there's more out of life than becoming perfect because we all know perfect doesn't even exist anyway. And so I also would like to add that the more powerful your purpose is, the easier it becomes to overcome any obstacle or challenge. When you can really define and get clear with what is my purpose, mm-hmm. not, what, not what my husband wants or my, you know, my children want or, or my wife wants or whatever that looks like for you. But what is my true purpose here? What pulls me? What feeds my soul? Go towards that and then make a business out of it. I mean, we're in a time right now where you can create a business out of anything. You can create a business. You out, don't even uh, have to leave your house. <laughs> you don't. And that's where, I mean, I'm glad we didn't have social media when I was growing up. I'm so grateful for that. However, with that being said, the opportunities that are available right now, you can have a passion project and create a mega business out of it. So you don't have to settle for that nine to five job that really has no fulfillment for you. You know, I feel I just witness a lot of people who, because I see a lot of customers that come into our stores and I talk to everybody and it's the same thing week after week. Oh, it's a Monday. I'm just going to try to get through the day. And they're basically showing up on autopilot. Mm -hmm. They're showing up to pay the bills, to pay the rent, to go back home, to do it all over again. And there's no true fulfillment. And the thing of it is, you don't have to stay there you have a choice. Mm -hmm. And so maybe look at that job that you really aren't excited about as a springboard to that next opportunity that does light your fire, that does feed your soul. So it's just shifting those little perspectives to really start allowing you to create that life you truly love and want to step into. Yeah, but I think you have to give yourself permission to as well. Mm -hmm. I think that there are a lot of people who, if you ask them, they'll say, I don't know what my passion is. I don't know what it is that I like. I don't know what it is that I want to do because they've never given themselves a minute to think about it or given them permission to say, well, your life doesn't have to look like that if you don't want it to. And that's a scary thought for some people. You know, like you want me to to turn things upside down, you know, how uncomfortable would that be? And the change that would have to come as a result of that. And there are people's opinions who may not, you know, be agreeable to the new way that you want to go. I know there are a lot of people who change so much and a lot of people say, well, I'm not sure that I like the new you. (laughs) Well, that's, you know, maybe that's because I was satisfying you know, how you wanted me to be previously, but it wasn't satisfying me, right? It wasn't making me happy pretending or or being that person. So for anyone listening who is wondering, like, how do I even find that? What I've realized over the years is that in building a life you love, it, it simply starts today. It's you do one thing today and then one thing tomorrow. Because the future, and I didn't even realize this until I heard it a few years ago, is you're literally building your future today. We have this idea that the future is out there, but it's actually right here. So us having this podcast today, we are now creating a future event 
of when someone will be listening to this and maybe helping them change the trajectory of their life. So it's really not this big existential question. It's just today. Just do one thing today that gives you a little bit of joy and then do it again tomorrow or do it again the next day and then see what happens. See if your mood starts to change. See if your mindset starts to change and how your day may evolve differently if you're actually doing something that you love and at the same time, removing something that you don't like. Yeah, replacing habits, creating new ones. Yeah, We all know what's serving us and what's not. At yeah. the end of the day, let's not kid ourselves. We know what's really serving us and what's not. What's, you know, pulling us forward to growth or pulling us back in. And, and who is serving right. us. I was just going to say not. that too. Right. And it's not easy. You know, I look at the relationships that have, and by the way, they've all served a beautiful purpose in my life. So I don't look at my past with evil eyes. I just don't. If anything, I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for those interactions because they allowed me to become the woman I am today. And so, you know, I've, I've let go of any sort of resentment, which only opens space in a very freeing way to now build a life of my dreams. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck is that their mind says, oh, but I do want a different life. I do want this, but they're so stuck in resentment and in low vibe thinking and feeling which is why they feel paralyzed and they just can't move out of that. And so that's why it's so important to always initiate these daily routines and activities that are helping you on the inside grow. So you can release those traumas. You can release what subconsciously has been holding you back from childhood, adult, young adulthood, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. So while it may sound redundant by talking about it, it really comes down to taking care of you and figuring out what you need. And the only way you're going to figure that out is like you said, by doing those small things day after day after day. It's taking action. It's not just writing it down on a piece of paper or thinking about it in your mind. It's just start taking action. My whole process didn't start a year ago to get me where I'm at today. It started actually as a young teen and making mistakes and falling and getting back up and falling and getting back up and never giving up on myself. And I, over the last year, I've gone all in on myself. And that is what really has shifted me in so many areas of my life. Would you say, do you have a vision of what you want a year from now to look like or two years from now? Super crystal clear. The clearest I've ever not just envisioned it, but felt it. It's not even a question for me right now. I have, you know, I write down, of course, my reflections in my journal every day. And when I'm in meditation, I literally already self-feel myself there. Like I trust the process so unbelievably that it's not even if it will happen, it's when it's going to happen. The timing of it all is going to happen. I just don't know when that is. Right. So, and I've never felt so sure in my entire life. I've never felt so just confident and comfortable in my own skin. And it's a process. It takes time to get there, but my gosh, I'm so glad I started. I'm so grateful for every bit of it. And it's in, I think the biggest part of the equation is having possibly people close to you that maybe aren't in sync with your vision, aren't in sync with where you want to go. And say you've been with somebody for 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years. My gosh, that is very scary, right? Because what if so-and-so doesn't agree with my next chapter? You know, is is my relationship going to end? And my answer to that is 
Well, hopefully you have a partner that is on at least a growth mindset with you. You don't have to have the exact same vision, but the couples that stay together, I know it sounds so cliche, they're growing together and it is a work in progress. But that's, you know, because when you first met each other, you didn't met each other, you know, where you were 15, 20, 30 years ago, you're probably different people now. And so learning to be able to grow together and support each other through that next chapter of your life is extremely important. It's so true. I know this year I will have been married 26 years. And what I've noticed and what I've learned, and I've learned it the hard way, is how important communication is Mm -hmm. and actually expressing what's important to you and expressing the fact that you have changed and you do have different ideas of what you want life to look like, but actually sitting down and discussing that with that person that you've been with maybe since you were 24 or 25 and having them understand that it doesn't have anything to do with them, but you want them along, you know, for support. And it's just like you said, they don't have to necessarily agree with how you want to keep going, but you're just hoping that they'll be there to support you in what you're hoping to, to move forward in, in designing your life, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I think a lot of people think that you have to be joined at the hip and you both have to have the exact same hopes and dreams. You don't. They can run, you know, for example, their own business. You can run your own business. And you're just there supporting each other and and being a cheerleader for each other. Mm -hmm. But you are allowed to actually have your own design in where you want to be, you know. And I think so many people don't realize that is that you don't have to be joined at the hip. It's okay to have different hobbies, maybe even different interests. Mm -hmm. But if your values, your principles and your respect and support for each other is there, that's what matters. Mm. Respect, trust, communication, all three very, very big in any relationship. <laughs> it's true. And, and it yeah. really is, whether it's a business relationship mm-hmm. or a, a personal relationship, they have to be there because nothing gets done if they're not, right? You're always looking at exactly. your shoulder or trust is huge. But I think people have to give other people space to grow. And I think maybe that's why people feel stuck because they're not growing. They don't feel like they're evolving in any way whatsoever. Absolutely. And I think also it's being judged because, you know, you have to have a safe container when you're going and growing. You're going through your journey and you're growing through your journey. Like if someone's constantly judging you or belittling you and you're in an unsafe, you know, environment, it's very difficult to navigate that next step. Right. And so that's where I, I feel those difficult decisions have to be made. Like, is this, am I around the right people? Mm-hmm. Are the people in my circle really feeding and helping me grow? And that's why we see so many elite entrepreneurs and people operating at high levels surrounding themselves with people like they are not the smartest person in the room. They're putting themselves around those that are the smartest in the room. Yeah. How do you expect to grow if you're not going to have a mentor, a friend, a colleague to help you level up? It's very, very important in all aspects mm-hmm. of your life. It is. So designing a life you love, it all starts with you. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it starts on the inside. And, but I think you have to give yourself, and, and I've talked about this and you've talked about this 
and we're on episode 13. So we actually talked about this at least once an episode. Yeah. You really do have to give yourself some quiet and, and let your mind think and wander. And don't be scared about what comes out because that may be what it is that you truly want. Mm. And it doesn't mean that you have to. And I think a lot of people might think that I have to throw away my whole life in order to go and build this one. No, one merges into the other and it doesn't happen overnight, but it definitely does happen. You know, a little story. When I moved back to Canada 13 years ago, literally starting from the ground up, starting all over again, we had moved into the town that I'm in, but we were driving up the main road and it just keeps going north. So 15 minutes north are these houses that were around the golf course. And I, I thought, oh my gosh. And I, I looked at my husband and I said, one day we're going to be in there. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> He's like, neither of us even have a job right now. How are we even going to be in there? But guess where I live 13 years later? And it wasn't that I, you know, I got into real estate to, to sell and to create. But what happened was I just did what I was supposed to do every year. Mm -hmm. Right. And I moved that little needle forward, which, you know, I improved my business 20 percent, then 20 percent, then 20 percent. And then I always had my eye open to that area. Maybe one day something will come up in there that will just work for us. And one day it did. So I don't think that, you know, in designing your life, it's, it's exactly the straight road of, okay, well, this is what's going to happen in one year. This is what's going to happen. But I think if you have an idea of the direction that you want to go, it will happen if you want it to. Absolutely. And then start breaking down the steps that need to start taking place yes. today to get yourself there. My issue in the you know, many, many years ago was having these grandiose dreams, which are not bad. They're not bad at all. Everybody should dream big. I'm a big believer in that. Yes. However, I wanted it immediately. And I really wasn't changing a whole lot in my life to start attracting that next level to me. Right. And so I was I didn't quite connect the dots. And what's been a very big game changer for me the last year, especially, is focusing on my small wins every single day. Yeah. It's not that I don't see what's out here. This is where I'm going. And I will, you know, however that unfolds, awesome. I'm open to that. However, I just, and I've said this before on previous episodes, my only focus to show up every single day and try to become the best version of myself. Yes. That is it. Because I know then yeah. the bigger, grandiose dreams are going to happen. And they are starting to happen right now in my life because of having that mindset. Yep. And it doesn't mean that every day is going to be perfect. Oh, right? gosh, no. There's stuff that comes at you, <laughs> flying at you, and you still have to deal with it. But it doesn't derail you mm -hmm. the next day, right? You're back on track the next day. And I think that that's a really important point is that there will be challenges. There will be hurdles. Things will be thrown at you from every direction, but don't let it derail you because when you let it derail you, it means that it's gotten to you, you know, your mindset and your emotional well-being and the stronger you become and realizing, and that's where the self-awareness becomes realizing that, okay, this happened. It's, you know, things happen. And it doesn't have to take me off track. You know, it's just a small little pivot, deal with whatever's happened and now get back on track. 
And I think it's the getting back on track. The faster you can learn to get back on track, the faster you'll get to where you want to go. So glad you brought that up because I, I do know like your rebound effect is everything. Like I can rebound so quickly right now to where it's almost like, you know, are you trying to uh, like bury that emotion or what happened? And it's like, no, I'm just so crystal clear in where I want to go that this is no longer going to serve a purpose mm-hmm. in my growth. So I have to let it go. It's not that I'm, I'm ignoring it, right? Yeah. Like, you know, even my last week has every week, there's something crazy that's going on <laughs> in one of the businesses or something's falling yeah. apart every week. I have things coming at me left and right that are obstacles and challenges. And the former me, had I not been doing what I'm doing now, would have been easily pulled and derailed for a long period of time. But my bounce back rate is like no other. I can be like, okay, let's go. And and that has been the biggest factor in um, my personal success for myself has been my my bounce back rate. Another thing that I've been telling myself now, because I'm the same way, I can bounce back. And I think I started doing that when I owned my brokerage, because every day it was like there was something that I had to deal with. But the faster I just said, okay, dealt with now back to what I was doing and asking myself in five years from now, how much is what's going on right now (laughs) actually going to affect me? If this is not some big issue. Why are you harping on it? Why are you focusing on it? Deal with it. Now get back to what you're doing. You know, hold it, for example, like holding a grudge and being angry and being, what is the point? And I also have learned that most of the people I have dealt with over the years who maybe were challenging to deal with, or, you know, they would say things to me and whatnot, I have learned that these are their issues, not mine. And when you can begin to understand that people act the way they do because of their own issues going on and that it doesn't have anything to do with you, it makes the day-to-day activities a whole lot easier to get through. So much easier. I made a post pretty much about that many, many years ago. Actually, it was July 23rd, 2019 on my Instagram. And it says, when you finally learn that a person's behavior has more to do with their own internal struggle than it ever did with you, you learn grace. And it's one of my favorite quotes that I, I re, you know, I would tell myself time and time again, but then I started feeling it. And it's so true. I no longer personalized or took anything personally anymore. And we all have triggers and that's why it's so important to recognize them. And you can easily release them when things do pop up because they're going to pop up. They do every single day in my life. (laughs) And I'm able to handle a lot more. It's not that it doesn't get to me, but it becomes very insignificant in length of time. I had this conversation with a lady who I hadn't spoke with in probably, I was coaching her about two, three years ago. And she said, you know, Catherine, like you just keep moving. You just keep moving forward. And I said, well, that's because I have to. I don't understand how somebody can just stay as they are. I need to be able to evolve and move forward and grow. She said, yeah, but it's, it's just amazing to watch. And I find it really fascinating that to the outside world, you know, that they feel that we move fast, but if you were to ask you or I, it doesn't (laughs) feel like that, right? Sometimes it's like, come on, let's get things going here, you know? And I think that the only difference 
between some people not being able to move or evolve as quickly is simply because they don't put things into progress, right? They don't take action every day mm -hmm. to move the needle. You know, it's, it's like the image of, of a glass and, and putting pebbles. So you, you fill the glass half with water and you add a little pebble. Nothing's going to happen. But if you add a pebble every day, guess what's going to happen to that water in a month's time? it will start overflowing. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how life is. Add a little pebble every day and you will design the life that you, that you love and that you're, you've been dreaming of. Mm -hmm. It really does happen. And that's where I'm starting to see right now, you know, through all of the struggle, through all of the heartache and the pain and the setbacks and everything else I've gone through has brought me to this moment of, such awareness, knowing that I just have to keep moving forward. I yeah. just have to keep going because that's where I would get stagnant when I would just allow something to pull me back and weigh me down. Or I would allow not being perfect enough to stop me from taking action. And the more I just go towards that quote unquote fear, or I just, you know, I just keep moving, moving, moving. It's like a life of its own. It yeah. just starts in grand ways. It's energy in motion. And that's when things start moving for you. And that's when you start learning along the way. Then you start tweaking what you do like, what you don't like. And, and I just think that's the whole point of life is just to keep up, to get up and keep moving forward. Yes. And, and especially the days that you don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. Those are the days you especially have to get back on track because there will be days that you don't feel like it. But those are the days that when you push yourself, those will be the best days. By far, it'll be the ones that you didn't, you know, it's going to the thing that you didn't want to go to, but you went mm -hmm. and it was amazing and doing the thing you didn't want to do, but you did it. And it ended up being so worthwhile. Absolutely. And <laughs> I think you start becoming aware of what things you need to say no to and what things you need to say yes to. You know, there was something out many years ago. I forgot who it was. It was somebody in the real estate industry who said, just say yes to everything. It was back in like 2014 or 15. I forgot what yeah. book it was. It was like, just say yes. And I was like, okay, I'll raise my hand for everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. I became like a chicken with my head cut off. It was like, yeah. I was pulled in so many directions and, and I understand what they're saying. However, as you acquire more wisdom, you understand that, that there are many things you should not say yes to and you should not say yes to and keep it for yourself, you know, like just say no to a lot, a lot of stuff. I mean, you really have to keep that most important pieces of your life front and center. Well, and I think that's where it comes to when you're really clear on how you want your life to go. I think you, you don't feel, I know, you know, when I grew up, it's, oh, you know, maybe, you know, don't be impolite or don't be disrespectful if you say no. But I think you have to say no. And I think it's okay. And I don't think it's disrespectful. They may interpret it that way. But if it is not serving your purpose, if it's not serving the direction you want your life to go, you're not going to want to do it anyways. And mm -hmm. if you do it, you're not going to be doing it with a pure heart. You may be doing it in a resentful way. So don't do it. You know, it is actually easier to just say no and move on. Exactly. So I have a question for you. How is your designing the life you love with your 30-day sabbatical? What does that look like? Oh, well, <laughs> that changed. <laughs> that changed really fast. 
a whole bunch of different things have come up, which I'll tell you about. Yeah, so it has changed, but it is, it's interesting though, because you know how I still wanted to be away. So I will now be away three times in four weeks. Oh, wow. But for different things. But each one of those, I think, just even in, in traveling on your own or, or just doing things, one of them will be for my birthday and, and my husband's birthday as well. So that will just be one week of chill, like doing nothing. And then the before and the after that, the other two trips are all with work, but it's in a different setting and it's mm -hmm. in a different light. So that will bring me joy because I want to do both of them. So it may not be 30 days, but it's still three trips in four weeks, which I think will still be pretty, pretty interesting. That's quite a bit. And it's so all going in the direction I want it to go. It all has to do with my journey. And so that's what I love is that none of it is not as a part of what I'm imagining I want to hit later on. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's so good. It's exciting. It's, it is oh, exciting. It's exciting. Yes. <laughs> Well, should we leave it there today? And, and I think so. I circle, think circle back. Yeah. And I think just maybe one of those last, you know, recap is that you are the one, you are the only one who can take charge and control of the way you want to design your life. And don't be afraid to take charge and control. If you've never done it before, start today with something small that brings you joy. Or like Chrissy said, that gives you passion and you feel a passion toward it. Start today and, and just work on it one hour today, one hour tomorrow, and see if you feel a little bit different after one week. And what if you then did it for 60 days or 90 days? Can you imagine what would start happening? You know, it's that little pattern and our habit or consistency, whatever you want to call it. That is how both Chrissy and I have started and continued following our passions is because we just decided one day, put that little pebble in the glass and just mm -hmm. keep going. Absolutely. I decided I had enough and I wanted to start going all in on life. Exactly. That one small shift can change your entire world. So absolutely. I agree. Start today. Yes. Thank you all for joining us this week. We loved having you. And if you love what you see and what you hear on any of the podcast platforms, you know, give us a five star, like us, send us a message, share us. If there's someone maybe, you know, that needs to hear this message, please, you know, screenshot us, share us, whatever you like. We would love this message to travel along because we're just here to reimagine life, right? Making the impossible possible. Thank you all. And we will see you next week. Make it a beautiful weekend.